From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, January 22nd. I'm Sarah Reif. Business owners and parents in downtown Ukiah pleaded with the city council to take a tougher stance on crime and homelessness last week. They reported that on Monday afternoon, three teenaged girls were walking to the CrossFit gym on School Street when a known sex offender chased them. They called for a more aggressive law enforcement approach, including a beat cop and a stronger anti-loitering ordinance. Meanwhile, the council approved a contract up to $31,000 for Independent Investigative Consultants, LLC, to investigate misconduct allegations against the police department in hopes of restoring the reputation of the Ukiah Police Force. The investigator has worked with the city since 2018, and the contract is on an as-needed basis. During a special closed session before the regular meeting, the council discussed two cases currently in federal civil court stemming from allegations of violence by members of the police force. Former Chief Noble Weidelich and former Sergeant Kevin Murray are facing accusations of sexual assault in separate civil cases. Arturo Valdez is bringing a police brutality case, also in federal civil court. During public comment on off-agenda items, Tracy Terriot told the council that last Monday, the girls were on their way to her business when the transient sex offender chased and threatened them. Local businesses aided them, called UPD. At the time, the families were told there was no crime, no crime committed, and he would only be held overnight. Upon arrest, UPD did take him in and ultimately held him on a parole violation and charged him with disorderly conduct. It's not a crime to chase someone until you catch them. It's not a crime to terrify young women only until you hurt them. It's not a crime to harass, threaten, or otherwise behave unfavorably in the public commons and make them inhospitable to our businesses, citizens, and our visitors until you hurt someone or deface public property. And this is not an uncommon event. The man alleged to have chased the girls was arrested in 2015 on charges of felony assault with intent to commit a sex offense and felony attempted kidnapping after trying to abduct a 17-year-old jogger. His most recent conviction for sexual battery was in 2017, according to the Megan's Law website, where he's registered as a sex offender. He's listed as a transient. In 2013, the Willits News reported that he was sentenced to three years in county jail for resisting a police officer by force. John McCowan, a former city councilman and county supervisor, said he thinks police should take a harder line on trespass and obstruction laws, as well as quality of life infractions. He believes there's a section of the code that is very much open to interpretation. Where it is unlawful to obstruct or intimidate uh, a business or the people accessing that business, but it relies on a definition of what's obstruct, what's intimidate, what's intent. I would hope that the police department would start erring further on the side of the public who is being intimidated or threatened or terrified and let the district attorney decide if there is sufficient intent or obstruction or intimidation to actually file charges and bring a case. Mayor Josefina Duenas asked the citizenry for more suggestions. I don't know if we we can thrive having a mass meeting uh, or many meetings where we can hear from you all. I don't know how we can work with the police department and with everyone here. Maybe make a new ad hoc just to provide uh, more safety for the kids and the ladies. I don't know. I really want to listen from you all. Make letters or uh, just please approach us anytime. I'm concerned about that. In regards of the homeless, 
I want all of us to understand that as human beings, we are being raised in different kinds of backgrounds. She said at one point in her life, she was followed regularly on her way to work. While going to another restaurant in Gobe Street, I was being followed by a colored person every day. And she said that decades ago, she was homeless herself while trying to support four children. I myself, being homeless, being living in my own car, 30 years ago, I never committed a crime. But I myself have been crazy because I had four kids to support. What I am going to be with my kids, what I am going to do. Todd Schapmeyer Sr., who manages some of his family's properties in town, expressed skepticism about recent claims of reductions in homelessness. In the last year, I've had to go buy properties that we are managing or selling or own. And every day I go buy three properties, twice a day. In the last two weeks, I've had 46 homeless encounters. That's 23 a week, just on three properties. For the most part, they leave. Some of them don't. I have to call the police. Ferdinand Terriot, co-owner of the gym where the girls were headed when they were menaced last week, described further harassment by people he believes are transients, including a man who sleeps in a doorway and shouts at gym clients as they jog past. People should be able to raise a family safely in the city of Ukiah. This isn't a big city. It shouldn't be that hard to keep it under control. Carrie McMullen told the council she's the mother of one of the girls who was chased. Is the bar so low that we're just happy that our girls got away from a sex offender and a rapist who's allowed to lay on the streets every day? It's ridiculous. And and it's, it's going to end with violence. Is, that was violence the other day against our, our girls. I mean, I really hope that it keeps you up at night a little bit, just a little bit. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.